sounds like someone's being They're tortured. Sounds like someone's being tortured next door. Which is a wonderful segue into today's podcast. Uh, hey, welcome to the podcast. This is Martin. This is Matt. And this is Dino. Uh, today we are going to be going into Elizabeth Bathory. Yes. Uh, and the actual history of the Hungarian countess. Um, and not so much the the metal, but we'll we'll touch on on the metal influences. Yes. Later. Later. Yeah. Because yeah. somebody um, this evil's gotta have be influential, right? Yeah, I mean, one of my favorite bands is named after. Her. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a big reason why we're doing this. I, I think so. Yeah. In fact, I gotta be honest. I'm a little bit. I should have really just worn the Bathory shirt for this I know, podcast. right? But you're wearing a sky blue. Yeah, sky kinda. blue. Uh, <laughs> You look down to be like, oh, it's making me moist. That's what I thought. <laughs> I wish something would, would make me moist here in California. The drought is just killing me. Uh, the man. dryness. So um, make it so dry for you. Dino, do you want to talk about where the name <laughs> do you want to talk about where the name Bathory comes from? Um if I had my notes in order, uh go for it. Uh, so the Bathory clan were members of the Hungarian noble class called the Gut Kaled, and Gut Kaled refers to two brothers, uh, Gut and Kaled. Clever. Who, yeah, right. Who moved to Hungary from Germany. Uh, the very first origins of the family trace back farther than this to uh, a guy named Andres, who was a patron of the monastery in Sarvar. In uh, 1279, uh, King Laszlo awarded Andres's brother, Hedos, uh, and sons uh, Georgi, Benedict, and Bricius um, for their military service by giving them an estate at Bator. Uh, so uh, this was in the county of Zabolch. In 1310, Bricius took possession of the estate, and he and his descendants were referred to uh, after that point as of Bator or Bathory. And actually, Bator... Uh, is or it means brave in Hungarian. It does, uh, and it also. Um, and Bathory means good hero. Yes. Uh, do you want to talk about that part? Um, yeah. So the family's origin, right? Uh, or their stated origin. Yeah, their stated. I'm sorry, stated because this stuff is hella old. Um, <laughs> uh, was in the year 900. And uh, it was a version of a warrior named uh, Vitus. And it was the first generation of the Gutkaled clan. And uh, they actually have a really cool crest, by the way. So Vitus um, was the first generation of the Gutkaled clan. And he won the land by slaying a dragon in the area with three lanced thrusts. Fucking dragon. He's a badass. The dragon slayer. And so that's kind of where the name Bathory, which means good hero, kind of was born from, right? Yeah. And so, listener, as you'll notice, the year 900 is a little different than the year 1279. So, you know. Yeah. And obviously, it's a fantasy with a dragon slaying. But yes. You, you can tell that the family didn't really care too much about getting the dates correct right. or anything. Well, I think that actually had to do with how the family progressed explain because well, they, they they throughout the years they actually come into more power yeah that's true huh okay 
So maybe they used it as a tool to like, oh, that's where we're badasses. So you know, we're, we're going to take this. And they took on the Targaryens and that's where the dragon <laughs> was killed. I mean, am I right, guys? Right? Jon Snow didn't see it coming. Yeah, I know. <laughs> he just doesn't know. He, um, he does not know. This is true. Know. <laughs> you know nothing. Okay. Uh, so Elizabeth Bathory was born in... 1560 or 1561 in Hungary um, in a, a castle, Exed Castle. I don't know exactly where the location is. Uh, it is in Nierbetor, Hungary. Yeah, there's a lot of wordage here that yeah. it's very hard for, to Yeah, pronounce. forgive our pronunciation. And I'm not even sure how many people would know the location within Hungary, but... Um, <laughs> if it's even called the same thing, right? Yeah. yeah. I can't even uh, find America on a map. <laughs> she was said to be born by lightning and the storm that ensued destroyed crops for the entire year damn who would want that to be their their birth origin story that's well i mean that's the thing is this famine was caused by my daughter (laughs) right (laughs) i mean well in hindsight you know it's like people are like oh she was so evil hey remember that what year was it oh yeah that was the year that the storm i'll bet you it was that fucking bitch (laughs) (laughs) and who knows it could have just been a made-up story too Uh, that's funny um, the George, or fa- the father was uh, George Bathory and the mother Anna. Um, Anna. The parents were brother and daughter. That's uh, respectively to uh, Slavic voivods uh, in Hungary, right? Yeah, and, and yeah. the the interesting thing is is that um, they were actually related because they come from two different sides of the Bathory family that were sort of at ends at the time. There's no um, branch to this tree. Yeah, there is actually no branch. <laughs> it's there's they, a couple. There's very few. It, this is some inbred shit. Yes. Like, yeah. Which probably is factors into some of the horrific stuff that that lies ahead. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry, Gina, to cut you off. Um, yeah, so Elizabeth was cousin to, uh, is it Stefan, king of Poland, and had three siblings, um, Istvan, who became mad at some point, so. Yeah, he did some crazy stuff. I've got to do a correction on you there. Uh, her uncle Istvan was, uh, was king of Poland. Was Stefan also king of Poland? Um, maybe I got that mixed up. I'm not really sure. From 1533 to 1586? I didn't write down the dates. Okay. Yeah. So we'll leave that up to you, listener. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, Clara and Zofia, those were the other two siblings. But yeah, the mad sibling is already uh, foreshadowing some of the madness. The madness. Yeah. Didn't he like um, dance, run around town naked? Um. That was said. I don't know whether it's true or not, but yeah, that was that's a rumor about him for sure. Yeah, I, I can't really remember exactly. So, um, there were rumors that he was also a sex addict. Yes. Too, but the thing is, is that um, he never had any children with his wife, and he only had one illegitimate child. So, if he was a sex addict, he's the most careful sex addict that I've ever heard of, because <laughs> I think... What statistically having sex without contraception is only seventy percent effective. So if he's having sex all the time, he should have like at least a dozen Tons children. Tons of babies. Yeah, he should have children all the. Time. So the 
Uh, who knows? Uh, that that's one thing for me that's been interesting um, researching Elizabeth and her family is that um, there's a lot of rumor that I think was attributed to them after she was sentenced. Um, and we'll get into that stuff as we go along, I guess. Yeah. Um, but who knows? He could have run around naked. I mean, people streak in their right mind, let alone being crazy. So he may have been streaking everywhere. I have no idea. Free spirit, bro. Free spirit. <laughs> after this, we could all go streaking. Uh, I don't yeah. think the, the town's going really to do that. Well, Your neighbors I mean, might. You know, this is a college town. I got the feeling <laughs> I got the, we might get some other people hanging out with us who also also streaking. Is there an undie run? Well, and the night drinking, I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, there there were a couple uncles, um, I think it's Sigismund, Sigismund um, who would fight ghosts with a sword. Yes. I did hear about that. Yeah. And uh, Uncle Gabor, who spent the last years of his life biting himself. Yeah, and I think that there was somebody else who also used to like to argue with an empty chair. Uh, I don't know who it was, but yeah, that did happen. And so there, was, was, there was a cousin beheaded, uh, Andrus. Oh, oh yeah? yeah? I don't have any info on yeah, that. Yeah, I got that. And um, I, the book that I read stated that that was a reason why Elizabeth grew up uh, with some inner hate. I mean, that could definitely for some be of these how stories. old was she when, when that would have happened. Uh, this was probably, she was probably pretty young. I'm thinking. Well, yeah, you get exposed she, to something like yeah, that. Yeah, like her family, like that. well, back in the day, they did a lot of. Um, uh, Public execution. Yes, exactly. And so her family would attend a lot of those due to their, their power within the uh, community. So, but I mean, I, there was things that. Uh, I've read where she showed no sign of emotion when, and she even probably giggled, I heard, uh, oh. uh, during these executions. So, yeah. yeah. I think that she, yeah, I think that she drew some enjoyment from watching people suffer. Yes. Yeah. There, she wanted to be raised as a boy, a boy. She was kind of a tomboy. And so she attended a lot of the public execution uh, executions, even though most women or sorry girls growing up didn't yeah and she was also um i think it kind of had something to do with her parents too but um back in her in her age it wasn't normal for women at, at all at any age to be able to to read and write and she was brought up having uh being schooled uh, also being schooled too but she yeah. was, had a great education she spoke uh, I think like four different languages fluently, yeah. Latin, um, you know, et cetera. I'm not going to get into all of them, but, uh, and she could also read and write really well. Too. Yeah. Um, so she was in that way also sort of a tomboy, but and, and also sort of exceptional in, in, you know, in her abilities. Uh, yeah. You know, um, so that was pretty cool. Um, she also had an Aunt Clara. So there is a, a piece of the story here. Where, oh, and Clara. Yeah, and Clara. Uh, where she, her, there's like a, a sort of mystique around her and her relationship with her Aunt Clara. And it, it, it kind of goes that her Aunt Clara, like, you know, started having a lesbian relationship with her and like um, got her into like black magic and... Um, yeah, witchcraft. Know, and witchcraft and... And all the sorts of stuff, but it's probably not true. 
Um, or, or at least it's highly unlikely because her aunt Clara was in her like fifties when Elizabeth was 10 years old. Yeah. And when you start looking at the timeline for like when Elizabeth gets married and when she's not even like in the vicinity and her aunt Clara didn't live, uh, as far as I know with her or anything like that when she was growing up, it's just really unlikely that she had such a relationship with her or that her, Back in these days, people rarely even lived up to yeah, 50, let alone exactly. people in their 50s. Yeah. Um, so it's just, uh, it doesn't mean it didn't happen. It just means it's it's pretty unlikely that that happened. Um, yeah. Uh, although it is known that, uh, uh, that Elizabeth, as she was growing up, did suffer fits of rage. And there has been some speculation that maybe she was having... Um, you can get uh, like cortical seizures, brain seizures mm-hmm. that will cause fits of rage. But the thing is, is I think that she seemed to have too much. When I was reading it, uh, the research, it seemed to me like she had too much. Um, she had too much mental ability or cognition in the moment. I think for that to be a valid reason right. why she was doing these things to people. Yeah, it said uh, uh, eye and head pains. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, maybe so she, maybe I had those when I was a kid. Am I going to start killing people in a couple of years? Yeah, I, I have them now, but nobody finds the bodies. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, let's see. And so something else that's going to factor in uh, a lot, because as we start getting into the sorts of things that Elizabeth did to people and what she was able to get away with, I'm pretty sure most of you guys listening are, are going to wonder even if this person is like a really high noble, how are they getting away with this kind of shit? Yeah. So one of the reasons why is that in uh, 1517, by the way, this is AD. All these dates are AD. Yeah. 1517. Um, no, Jesus was walking around. Dude. <laughs> I just thought I would just, I'm sure everybody knows, but um, yeah, 1517, the local workforce was designated as noble property. So they could be put to death and nobles could settle legal disputes amongst them. And they could like put out horrendous punishments. It, it didn't for no matter. reason. For no, yeah, they could. They were property of the nobles at that point. So yeah. let's say you're killing these peasants or whatever like that. They're your property to do with whatever the fuck you want. And now, so, re- yeah. Now remember, the family has many properties throughout the land, mm-hmm. um, and so that's that's one reason why people um, kind of valued power was how much land they. Land barons, yeah. 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 How much land they hold, and under under the land, how the kind of the umbrella, of, well, how many people, farms, etc. Yeah. So yeah. resources. Yeah. I mean, that's what marriage really was back then, right? Which yes. Was combining resources had nothing to do with anything. Else. Right. Yeah. Um, although uh, Elizabeth's future husband's parents apparently cared very cared very much for one another. They seemed to have a mm-hmm. very loving relationship. I'm going to give an example about these tortures real quick. So um, I don't have the year, but uh, it was in the 16th century, I believe. A peasant revolt leader, Georgi Doza, was executed by being roasted alive. There's actually an illustration that was made of this, and it shows him um, having hot, uh, a red-hot metal crown placed on his head. And he was bound half-naked to an iron throne while hot coals were shoveled uh, onto him and his accomplices were forced to eat his flesh before being broken on the wheel and hanged. 
So pretty fucking horrific. Dang, son. Not, not only There's that is... a, somebody. By the way, not only did that happen, but somebody else was like, you know, I should paint a picture of that. That's fucking awesome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, there's there's other things that I was reading that um like people would be sewn to dead horse corpses. Yep. Yeah. Um, the funny thing is, is that um I heard that uh or I read that that the punishments would sort of fit the crime. So right. like the if you I stole guess something, if you stole a horse or or something. Right. Maybe they'll sew you onto a dead horse. Yeah. Yeah. It's horrific. Um, so in 1571, the 11 year old uh, Elizabeth would be engaged to 16 year old Count Ferenc Nadasdi. Um, By the way, yes. Um, Elizabeth's father died when she was 10. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And this, this apparently, this engagement was already planned before his death. Oh, yes, I remember that. You know, a lot of their parents, I think, on both sides died while they were getting married, right? Around yeah, the time. not on both sides of the family. No parents think, were at the every, wedding. I think everybody died before the wedding happened. Yeah. Dang. I don't, yeah, I didn't get into that. It's, yeah, it was crazy, dude. Um, it was basically a business deal between the two families because, and it was actually sort of marrying up for Farrank yeah. in, into Bathory's rank. Uh, so much so that after they were married, Bathory continued to sign her her original surname yeah. to documents and shit. Uh, although on, on legal documentation, Ferenc always referred to her, I guess, with his last name. So it's kind of unclear as to oh. like what was generally acceptable. Yeah. Um, yeah. So both both of her parents died before attending the wedding, which took place in 1575. Mm-hmm. And Elizabeth uh, received immense wealth at her parents' passing, and her brother received Exed, where they were uh, all born, and he lived there until he died. Yeah. And by the way, they were married when she was 14 or 15. Yes. Yeah. Um, yes. So that would make Ferenc like 18 or 19 when they got married. Then. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. I think so. Um, so a lot has been said about, uh, Elizabeth's bad relationship with her mother-in-law. Um, but it's probably not true because her mother-in-law died in 1571 and they got married in 1575. Um, so it's possible that she even died before Elizabeth was transferred to her new home because she did live there a little bit before they got married, but it's yeah. possible like with the way that the dates worked out that, that um, her mother-in-law died before she even got there. Um, there's also some accounts as like a possible affair um, before marriage. And there've been a couple different versions of this. Yeah. Um, so do you want to talk about that? Yeah. So apparently Elizabeth became pregnant at age 13 to a servant and mm. then Farrank I mean the story goes again not 100% confirmed Farrank had him castrated and then thrown to wild dogs to be eaten alive it wouldn't surprise me yeah um, and then Elizabeth gave birth to Anastasia in 1574 but there's no records of her Bastard so child. there I mean she could have remained a secret. She could have been banished, given to another family. She or could have died. Farrant could have killed her. Yeah. So here's the flip side, which is that um, there are a couple different versions of the um, of the affair story. Mm-hmm. There's an affair story, but there, it, like who she had an affair with and stuff has like there's different versions. Um, there was a a report made where she said that she was raped, but 
the date on the report is 1609, which would mean that the report was fabricated. Yes. Yeah. So almost 30 years later. Yeah. 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 Later 25 so, years later. Yeah. So whether there was really a, a, a thing, sorry, by the way, to be perfectly honest, she may have had some relationships, but what's, what's interesting is that we'll get into a little further ahead is that um, out of like the later. hundreds of people that were interviewed um, about the crimes that she would uh, commit later, almost nobody, I think one or two people mentioned like a possible affair. And this is during a time period where female sexuality and affairs and stuff like that was looked at really like negatively. So I don't know whether, I mean, I don't know what, what could have happened. Who knows? Very possible. But it would, I would think that, that people would be like, Oh, not only did she kill a bunch of people, but she was also sleeping around. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, reading about this stuff, like back in the day, it was, it was not uncommon for there to be marriage for business reasons. Yeah. And then on the side, people had their side salad, side salads. <laughs> and, um, and you know, they, they would just attend public, um, showing as if they loved and cared for each other. Cause yeah. it, it helps the town feel at ease. Yeah. That does make sense. So, I mean, it's, I'm not saying it didn't happen. I'm just saying like that, that the records, Seemed to be a little bit mixed on it. Yeah. Um, so do you want to talk about the wedding? Yeah. So what? I don't. When did the when did the uh, wedding actually happen? It happened in fifteen seventy five. Okay. So back then, when you got nobles together for um, for weddings, they were gigantic, like, and they were expensive. Um, Forty five hundred people attended this wedding. And it went on Boom. for days. Eat that, Kanye and Kim. <laughs> days. Okay, weddings went on for days back then. And um, and even the uh, Roman em- emperor was invited, but he declined and um, sent gifts uh, to either be made or um, purchased of silver goblets and golden cups. And the reason why he didn't come, the only reason why he didn't come is because there was still fighting going on with like the Turks and stuff. Yeah, and he was afraid they were going to invade his land. Yeah, he was like, I don't want to get capped going to this wedding. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So, uh, uh, the, what's the husband's name again? Ferenc? Yeah, Ferenc. So he, he's being all manly man. Jousted with a few knights. He won. And uh, actually, I guess it made him uh, a general? Later in his battles, he was made. Okay, general. yeah, I, it's a little unclear there because that I, reading that I, I thought like the jousts were for him to like be like I got married, I'm a general now. No, I apologize about that. Um, no, no, because the book was unclear too. Oh, okay. Um, it, you know they did the dance, um, it, masquerade. Yeah, yeah, those are cool. So that was something I thought was kind of funny, which is that he had, um, or the in the wedding they had a bunch of women that were dressed the same way as Elizabeth yeah. with masks on, and, and he's like, supposed to pick her pick yeah. her out. Yeah, he's gonna yeah. pick her out, and it was like a big comical show, you know. Yeah, like they're poking fun at the bride, sort of with the shit that they're doing. That that's kind of cool. And on a side note, I heard that a, a reason why a lot of inbreeding happened within the Bathory family is because it had a lot of prominent facial features yes and they wanted to keep those in the family and that was <laughs> well you know from, she was very beautiful apparently yeah 
but crazy. Yeah, I guess that's the price you pay, right? <laughs> so maybe with the masquerade, it was like she had strong cheekbones; she could take a punch. <laughs> <laughs> so, as a wedding gift, Elizabeth got a castle. Did we all try to say it? So you have the Slavic pronunciation, which is Testice, uh, and we're going with the Hungarian pronunciation, with the which is Cheste, Cheste. Right? Something right? like that. that sounds yeah. about right. That's a, that's the best I can do. Yeah. Uh, we could be totally And my T's could be C's. I don't know. My T's could be C's. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, she got this castle. And um, it's 17 accompanying... Accom- Whoa. Accompanying villages. So there's an umbrella effect there. She gets yeah. a whole bunch of property. And she's people. already she's already extremely wealthy. I know. She gets all the yeah, shit. dude. Imagine the taxes on that shit. <laughs> that's stupid. Anyway, <laughs> maybe that's why she's thinning out the herd, man. She didn't want to. She didn't want to support the schools. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's nobody here. Fuck education. Going. Fuck education. <laughs> Only I can learn everything. Lower the population. <laughs> um. So anyway, uh, Elizabeth was very. Uh, known to attend, um, uh, like, uh, go to spas, mm-hmm. wear elaborate dresses, go shopping, shopping. Like sh- she had money. This girl's gonna go go spend it. Dollar dollar bill. Yeah, definitely. And um, the some, something else about the wedding. The the wedding party actually escorted the bride and groom to the bridal chamber, where they stood to ensure the marriage was consummated. By the way, that is the oh, creepiest fuck. fucking job, isn't it? I know, right? Like, what do you do? Do you just, like, when you start hearing the action going on, you just look at the other, like, people? Thumbs up? Yeah, you're like, hey, no, there dude. they go. You start fucking taking your dick out and just jerking it right there. They don't know they can't yeah, see it. Yeah, it's just a big circle jerk. <laughs> Which, outside. by the way, I will, will mention reading other things, maybe it was in the book too, mm-hmm. is that... Uh, they thought that Elizabeth was bisexual. Who did? Um, a few people. Oh, okay. Um, myth. This is the myth, yeah. legend, that she was bisexual, and that they, they, uh, they were forced to have sex. Like they thought he was gay. Sort of oh, thing. That's interesting. I feel like yeah, that that rumor that. is for like every wedding ever back right. then. Like. Yeah, that's probably true, huh? <laughs> the king is gay. Yeah. He doesn't care about her. Well, because I mean, because didn't it take a couple times for her to get Pragers? They didn't she didn't have a kid for I think a decade after that. Yeah, yeah so I, that's where where the but, rumors started coming up, I thought. But I, here's the thing. Yeah, Dino, go ahead. Oh yeah, I read that she didn't really want children. Yeah, there's that, but Lesbian. I think another I think another thing though to think about is that um, her husband was away at war like all the time. Yeah, he like, was once, never there. Once they got married, he was gone. Yeah, he like he's out and well, fighting yeah, the Ottomans. Yeah, because he's got to pay pay the bills. Which, by the way, he handsomely paid those bills. Yes, he was very good at, at killing people in battle and plundering. He would bring home like gold and jewels and shit. Yep, and horses. Yeah, instruments. tons of money. Yeah, yeah. And because in three years after they were married, he became the general, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And he was. Hold on here. Let me look at this. Yeah. So in battle, Ferenc with a handful of other soldiers would become known as the unholy quintet. 
um, because of their battlefield prowess against invading Turks, and he would earn the titles High Stable Master and later in 1587, the Black Bay or the Black Lord or the Black Chieftain and also the Black Knight of Hungary. Dang. So, yeah, and he spent his entire life engaged in war against the Ottoman Turks. Aren't there songs like why is songs there, written about him? Yeah, where's the movie about this dude? I think it's just like it's it's like when you get what's the best way to even think about this? It's like when you have Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez are married, right? But we only care about Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> Jennifer Lopez. Yeah, because Ben Affleck's not as good as Jennifer Lopez. Taco flavored kisses for my Ben. <laughs> um. Oh my god. Yeah, so he's at war killing people. Yeah, he's he's a she's straight up home killer. alone mm-hmm. with no children, yeah. going, "What the fuck do I do?" Yeah. So um, she's starting to pra- practice witchcraft. Mm-hmm. But at this time, witchcraft is not like spells, black magic, all that stuff. It's more like hippie medicine. Herbalism. So like yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, taking an inter- interest in like kind of folk arty stuff. So maybe like, I don't know what that even means. Maybe like n- naked folk art. I don't even know. Yoga. Yeah, yoga. <laughs> um. Yeah, so... Uh, and, and and this time she's also taking care of the estate. And this is where like her reading and writing come into play and her education just because right. she becomes a fucking badass. Well, no. Yeah, I, she handles her fucking business, doesn't she? Yeah. yeah she, she, yeah. She, she, the letters between the two were actually very comical to read at times because it was just like... She wouldn't end the, the letters in like, in like a nice like loving tone they weren't lovey-dovey like yeah oh i love you so i miss you you know it was just like hope you're well hope you know you have the best of health like it was so like business oriented and like friendship it was it was weird but it was well written yeah what the funny thing is is that like um is she would like razz him and give him shit in in her letters, but he would never ever do the same back, which is really interesting. But some suggested that it was because he couldn't read or write well, so he would say like like pigs taste good on the moon, like weird stuff like that. Cause well, I never knew that because yeah. he didn't know how to reply, so lost in translation, sort of thing. Wow, that's interesting to me. You're yeah. saying he's a dullard. But he can kill you. With yeah, a I mean, he's a he's <laughs> who killed who? If you gotta be dumb, you gotta be tough. <laughs> so the question is: is who killed more people? Oh, oh wow! Didn't think about that. Yeah, actually, this podcast is not about Elizabeth anymore. Anyway. Well, we don't have a death toll for him. No, no, no. but oh, come on, dude, it was high. I'm sure he killed many people. Oh, I actually really want to talk about. We're gonna to get to the, some of the shit he used to do with them, with the fallen bodies of his enemies later. Yeah, and he actually taught Elizabeth a little bit about some torture. Yeah, he did. Um, like he taught her about uh, rolling up like uh, oiled paper and putting it between uh, servants' toes that had like passed out, maybe from being overworked or maybe just being tortured and passing out, yeah. and then lighting them on fire, and then the pain wakes them back up to get beaten up a little bit more. Yeah. 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 I mean, this guy is a fucking, but the difference between these two is that he, um, he was a very much against killing, uh, his servants. He and, was into discipline. Yeah. He was like, I'll beat the shit out of my servants. That's fine. Yeah. 
but I'm not gonna like kill my servants. Whereas, and he forbade her to do it because she had killed a few. Um, you know what? We're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's. let's it's 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 a track. nice it's a nice little teaser. You, you lack yeah. discipline. We're getting ahead of ourselves. We'll get there. Um. So um, he was away still at war, and Elizabeth is having massive sex parties. um yeah so kind of yeah so so here's what here's exactly what i wrote in my note it says while it was said that elizabeth spent her time having sex with legions of male servants particularly istvan lezorle there's little to no evidence of this after looking through trial documentation of approximately 300 servants and eyewitnesses of future crimes there was only ever one account brought forth by one servant who stated that she had an affair with a young Vitus Trombitus, who later died on the front lines fighting alongside her husband. He killed her, him. That was what I thought, too. I was like, he knew, and he, <laughs> he was like, yeah. no one's ever going to fucking know, dude. Yeah, they probably got drunk. He's like, dude, I had the hottest piece of ass the other day, and he's describing it, and he's like, okay. Oh, yeah? That's yeah. my wife, asshole. I'm going to kill you. This So then what I said is this doesn't mean that she never had uh, any indiscretion, but the magnitude is is unlikely that she had, was having a massive orgies or something. Uh, her, because uh, either that or her staff was like extremely discreet, but I doubt that being that she was actively torturing and killing her staff. Unless she got super aroused by it. Some people do that. What do you mean? Like when they, when they do something evil. When they torture evil, and kill people? Yeah, they get aroused. I uh, have the sexual power thing. Yeah, uh, maybe. Um, did we talk about her children? Did you mention her children? So um, she eventually had children. Yeah, she eventually had some. Yeah, ten years after they got married, um, uh, Anna and so they got married in 1575. So their firstborn was Anna in 1585, Catalin in 1594, uh, Andros in 1596. But died at age seven, and Paul in 1598. And all children were raised by governesses as she had been, so she didn't directly raise her kids. She had contact with her kids, but not in any sort of like parently fashion, I don't imagine. Yeah. That was pretty typical at the time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. For nobles. It was like, you're, I had a kid, so it's your problem now. Yeah, fucking deal with this. Yeah. Get wet nurses. I don't even want to breastfeed this, this fucking thing. Yeah. I don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> but it was basically for to keep it the inheritance. Yes. Like, again, it was kind of a business thing. Like You have kids, so the legacy continues. Though I did read somewhere that she actually did love her husband. Ferenc? Yeah. But she I, may have. I didn't find anything in the book that i read to back that up so i don't know yeah and i heard stories where they didn't even like each other oh yeah yeah it's all over the place yeah well i mean that's the but that's one thing though that i was saying is like none of his letters indicate like a a malice or a dislike like he never says anything rude to her in any letters even even if he is bad at writing he could still be like you bitch i'm sure he would know how to right no no i Um, mean it was very formal and very like Business yeah. oriented in yeah. the letters. That's all I can say. I'm yeah. doing this because I have to. It's the minimum amount of work I have to put in this marriage. Damn it. Yeah. I have to go kill more people. Yeah. So you're out there having all the fun killing, and I have to be here balancing the fucking books and oh, killing. But, but, no. <laughs> so here's the thing, though, is, um, is while she was 
like kind of young in the marriage around 18 years old and stuff she was actually like going into towns mm-hmm. like donating money um she's a good girl she was very good she was, she was like, helping destitute yeah, women helping too. destitute women she was actively like aiding and, and being a nurse in like, yeah. medical settings uh and her husband's uh, uh, like best friend, who ended up being a prime minister or a palatine later, uh, Georgi Thurzo, actually told his daughter, "Yeah, that yeah, that uh, he would like his daughter to be a lot more like Elizabeth." When yeah, she was why older. can't she be more like Elizabeth? Kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, which so, is crazy. Yeah, and it's really ironic, being that I don't think it's going to ruin anything to say this. He's later the one to arrest her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's super but, fucking but ironic. isn't it because something happens with his daughter? No, nothing happens with his daughter. I thought it was his daughter. I don't believe so. Okay. I don't think so. Well, you know I'll, what? I'm gonna... I'll mention it later. Okay. Well, when we get to that part. When we get to that part. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, okay. So in 15... So uh, the, my next block of information occurs from 1585 to 1604. And mm-hmm. I'm calling this section, at first, no one seemed to notice. <laughs> yeah. And my, mine's beginning of the legend. <laughs> Mine is blank. Demon of the fall. <laughs> um, do you want to start off? No, no, go for it. Okay. So yeah, mine's kind of jumbled all over the place. Okay. So you just jump in. Yeah. Uh, okay. So a young servant girl died suddenly in the night and the local pastor was called to bury the body. Uh, so this is in 1585. Um, when he got there, the body was already placed in a casket and he was asked to keep quiet about it because the girl had died of cholera. So Elizabeth said, and Elizabeth didn't want to start a panic amongst her, her staff. And this happens at the castle of Sarvar, um, not the castle of Seth or Cheth, um, uh, which we'll talk about later. This castle that we're discussing now is where the bulk of the killings occurred. Yeah. Um, well, she stayed there due to um, the conditions of uh, the ca- the ca- other castle. Oh, is that is that the case? Yeah, because the castle she was she was given it was, it was like uh, insects. It was boggy. It was always foggy. It was just. I thought that was Sarvar. Was it? I thought it was, I thought that she hated Sarvar, and then like when she was able to leave to to the other one, she was like super. You could be right. I might have it backwards. I might have it backwards. Screw it. Oh, well, we're going to continue. So, um, not long after, a similar event occurred, only this time there were three bodies in one casket. And the pastor asked, Ladyship, may I ask where are the three bodies? Why are there three bodies in a single casket? And she replied, there were only two. You may bury them together at a single gravesite. And when she was pressed further, she stated, if two coffins had been brought out, one after the other... It would have caused even more gossip. And the cool thing is that these are quotes because these are from the court deposition. Um, Then later, the older Belfry, who had overheard this conversation, pulled the young pastor aside and said, quote, it's best not to say anything or question the lady about these things. It will go badly for the servants if you do, end quote. So there's already, this is like a younger pastor. And so people already kind of know like, you know, that there's some shady, something shady is going on with the way that she's um, interacting with her uh, um, help. So um, I'm going to kind of jump back and forth a little bit with my dates. There was a trial that occurred at 1610 
and the first witness, Sarvar Castellan, uh, who was uh, Benedict Bixerdi. Uh, this is actually her trial. This is her, her trial. There were two trials that were conducted. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll try to just kind of jump in and then later tease out what's going on because there's a lot of overlap in the information and a lot of the same witnesses were called. Um, but he was sort of a, a, like a head honcho at uh, Castle Sarvar. Uh, Benedict Bixerdi, and he said that he knew of at least 175 girls that had died. And, quote, unless she had called for him, he was not permitted to go into the house of the lady, uh, end quote, because back then men and women were kept in different quarters. Yeah, and they actually even uh, talked to uh, their servants only. Oh, yeah? Yeah. The men and women? Yeah. So the lady was only meant to talk to, like... um, uh, the cooking servants, the cleaning servants, that kind of thing. So the men were only supposed to talk with Ferenc? Right. So the, oh. the male servants were ta- the, that did the more manly chores, Yeah. he could direct them how to do their things. They couldn't commingle their servants, apparently. Uh, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Um, he also stated that he could hear, quote, noises of lashing coming from inside through the walls. Uh, end quote. He knew of beatings that would sometimes go on for six or more hours at a time. And he also stated that there was a series of inner rooms in, in her uh, part of the castle where the tortured people were kept and hidden. Um, another member of Sarvar, Balthazar Pobi, stated that the number of deaths was in the high 200s, quote, if not already amounting to nearly 300, end quote. And everyone said the same thing. Access to certain parts of this castle uh, was restricted and under heavy guard. They also stated that the victims were almost always, with rare exception, young servant girls, usually ages 10 to 14. Mm-hmm. Um, the funerals and burials took place at an alarming rate, and bodies were often taken out by cart. <clears throat> One of you guys want to jump in? Another heart attack. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> <laughs> That looks like a gunshot wound to me. Wait, what'd you say? <laughs> chief, another heart attack. The DARPA chief. Oh, God. Yeah, no, 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 awesome. Sorry, I wasn't even thinking about it. I, 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 had, I had trouble with it, too. Sorry. Ugh. I apologize. Um, I, I want to bring up, um, and this is kind of towards the end, is that uh, Ferenc died at age 48 in 1604. Okay. And she was, I mean... She was basically at the castle alone during this whole time. So you said fifteen eighty five, yeah, to sixteen. I think sixteen oh four. Yeah. Well, he did come home, and she did take care of him yeah. when oh, when okay. his illness. It was in sixteen oh one, right? Yeah. His legs. Yeah, he had yeah. he had it was issues with his legs. Yeah. Yeah, and then the illness. He got better, but then the illness later took him. Yeah. Yeah. The lady went through great lengths to keep the castle areas clean and warned staff not to use certain entrances or to go into certain rooms. And in this way, she kept her killings hidden. Um, Bathory herself attended funeral services for the people that she killed. I think that is the most stone cold fucking thing. Yeah. To like to show up and be like, oh, what a pity. Rest in peace, young maiden, after like torturing well, someone. It's like, that's sick because like she died at your castle, you crazy bitch. Because yeah. of you. Because yeah. of you. But yeah. they didn't know that at the time. But the, you'd think that the parents would be upset that their children are dying at her castle. 
Yes. Which, by the way, was interesting because um, the reason why she was able to, another reason why she was able to get so many servants was because to be a servant was a, a good paying job. Yeah. Because it gave your family honor to work for, for yeah. the nobleman. And yeah. so women were literally throwing themselves at her saying, hire me, hire me. But they didn't know no different. Plus, another thing is that, like, she was kind of known also for, like, loaning money to her servants and being very lenient about that and also, like, helping her servants pay off their debts yes. and stuff. Yes. So, and pl- with the power that her family had, I would imagine it was, v- it probably looked, what's the word I'm looking for? I fuck it. It looked really good to, like, to go and work for her. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, not all that glitters is gold. Yes. And exactly. what would always ask, yeah, peasants, yeah. peasants' parents, and they yeah. would freely give them up. Because they owned them. Yeah. Too. yeah it it was... didn't really matter, but in the end, yeah. It looked good on paper. Yeah. To be working for the. But when countess. hundreds of peasants' daughters go missing. <laughs> oh, what's happening? All Another heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> um. Hold on, go I have one uh, account of there was a, as Elizabeth was traveling in a carriage, uh, she picked up a girl in her field. Yeah, she was traveling between castles. Yeah. And it was stated that she tortured the girl while still in the carriage, like not even waiting to get to the castle to do this. Didn't she pick up like a, a, a pastor or something? He's like, what's all the chains for? In a bag, yeah, yeah. She was traveling with a with a pastor at one point, and one of the uh, women that she was with, I want to say it was um, Anna, but I might be wrong about that. Uh, basically, said like at night we lock up the servant girls because they misbehave. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, but you were saying about yeah, she would torture them in in the yeah, like took carriages. Up, basically took them out and whipped them and. There's mention of her keeping a book, and I'm not sure if that's 100% correct, but uh, in the in the book that I read, it said she kept a list of victim and victims, and in the journal it said, uh, Jana, nice but re- rebellious, had to be punished. <laughs> Kinky girl. Oh, wow. There was one account also where she beat someone 500 times before they died of pain essentially blunt body trauma right yeah i mean if you get hit enough times you're internally bleeding yeah i mean all over the fucking place yeah there was uh accounts of death by water so basically being poured water being poured on you and then kept in in the cold, so well, yeah, basically hypothermia. There's a couple different um, accounts of her using the hypothermia stuff. Like she, which one did you just say? Uh, death by well, water. So yeah. water thrown on. Like there are a couple accounts. There's um, one where she attended. Uh, I believe it was. God, I think it was somebody's wedding, and on the way back she had like a servant stand in like a river up to her neck and then when she got out of the river and it's like i it's like snow cold yeah she gets out she wasn't allowed to take off her clothes and she had to stand out in the cold and she died of hypothermia 
Um, and I think that was actually for that one, I believe there were witnesses um, that saw that there were like two people that saw that happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. She used that one. She used that one a few times. Also, like we were talking about her husband torturing people like her husband, one of the people that tortured for her, um, uh, Ilana Joe, I believe yeah. is her name. Her sister was was stripped naked by by Ferenc and was like had honey slathered mm-hmm. all over her and was made to stand outside in like the hot sun so that she would be attacked by bees and insects. It and was for stealing, right? It was something. Maybe I didn't actually yeah. get the reason why. Oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, why not for stealing? I, she's I, trying to steal I, honey. I, I don't know. Yeah, I read that and that Elizabeth used that method for people who stole. Yeah. Yeah. So. Maybe she got it from him. Yeah, no, no, she did. Well, yeah. yeah. Ferenc also, to go back to him real quick, um, he would actually dance with the dead bodies of his enemies. Yeah, you want to talk about that? Yeah, so he would dance with his dead bodies of his enemies, throw severed heads in the air to play um, catch or kickball. Damn, dude. That's fucking crazy. By the way, I, I when I first read that, I, first, I was obviously I was like that's that's crazy, and then my next thought was playing blood. You guys remember that game Blood? Yeah. Because when you kill the zombies, you can kick their heads around, right? Like a soccer ball. That was the first thing I thought of. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I gotta play Blood. But when you're like such a fucking savage as him, just fucking you know top top rank and killing so many people, I feel like he probably had a sense of almost invincibility. They both did. You know? Yeah. They actually they both did. Yeah. And I think they came with the power due to their families. Yeah. Oh, an interesting fact I'd like to add. Um so Elizabeth's families were very much into like the current state when Frank's family was more about the future. So Elizabeth's family was apparently like, Oh yeah, we're gonna kinda stay in the Middle Ages. And his family was like, we're going to start building schools. We're going to... Like progressive. Yeah. They, so they, they kind of pushed more towards the Renaissance era. Which only happened like, what, 100 years later? I think after all this? Like it was the cusp of the Renaissance. Yeah. yeah but it was it was kind of... His, his family saw what was coming. You know. So... Um, <clears throat> so, so something else I wanted to, to mention was that these... You know, these pastors, like I say, they, they notice what's going on. And one of them actually decided to call her out. And he calls her out uh, during a fucking service on a Sunday with all the townspeople there and her there. And obviously her husband's not there. But um, so here's the quote from that service. Uh, My brothers and sisters, in order for me to remain at the pulpit, I must disclose something of the utmost importance to you. Um, it is said about us as a preacher that we know other people complain. And at this point, I guess he starts looking at, at Elizabeth and he goes, but that your grace is not reproached. Therefore, I cannot conceal it. It must be even more so announced that regarding the girl, your grace should not have so acted because it offends the Lord. And and then I guess like at this point, he's starting to like his voice is starting to crack because he's nervous. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he goes, um, and... Uh, but that your grace is not reproached, blah, 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 blah. And we, okay. And we will be punished if we do not complain to and criticize your grace. 
And uh, in order to confirm that my words are true, his name is Migyari, he says, we need only exhume the body. So, like, we know you tortured this woman to death. It wasn't cholera. I'll, I'll dig that body up. And I'll prove to everybody that you're torturing these people. Mm-hmm. Um, you will find the, that the marks identify the way in which the death occurred. And then she said, now, uh, she said, see here, Minister Istvan, you will soon see that I will make you pay for this. My husband uh, and I have relatives who will not tolerate that you bring such shame on me and denounce me so. You have introduced me to an outrageous situation in which I am subjected to the pulpit, including even the indictment of my husband. I will write to my husband. If your grace has relatives, the priest says, then I also have a relative, the Lord God. But for better proof of what I say, let us dig up the body, and then we will see what you have done. And then she leaves. And I guess after that, she does write to to Ferenc, and he actually leaves the battlefield and comes back home, and he meets with that priest, and through some presto change magic, which is probably means large sum of money, all of a sudden, all this shit goes away. Yeah. And then that's when he actually forbids her from torturing, uh, I mean, from killing people. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, stop killing people. <laughs> I don't care what you do yeah. before killing, but no more killing people. Should have been like, you're pretty good at this. You should come with me to the battlefield. Yeah, right. I got I to tell you, babe. I got to tell you, babe. We could use person of your skills out there. I'm dancing with these dead bodies alone. Nobody else yeah. dances with the dead I'm bodies. I'm fucking kicking heads. Come <laughs> Wait, on. I got no one to play soccer with. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I need a teammate. I need a, I need a soccer player. I need a soccer player, boo-boo. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, so that happened. Um, and I also want to mention that we've been saying, so we've been talking about Elizabeth killed all these people. That's partly true. Yes. Yeah. She had some helpers. Four. Four helpers. Four helpers. Yeah, I actually don't remember their names. I know one, uh, uh, Anna Darvolia, Darvol. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who was known as Darvulia. Mm-hmm. Um, she was one, and she was the one that... She's a Croatian and basically uh, knew plants and concoctions and made a lot of potions. And I'm guessing is Like, I want to say... Because it said it caused hallucinations. Yeah. And I was wondering if wormwood was involved. Like, absinthe sort of concoctions. Right. I'm not really sure. Interesting. I was just... Um, yeah, I saw that. That popped in my mind. And also advised Elizabeth to choose peasant girls as victims. Yeah, she was like the true mastermind. Yeah. Like, I almost feel like the real serial killer here was Anna. And she was just like, wait, this this noble woman's down with killing people? Like, now now all I got to do is just sort of like get in good with her and we can kill hella people. Yeah, take her under my wing. (laughs) Yeah, that's kind of how it felt when I was researching this is like Elizabeth was more the cover for Anna. Even though Elizabeth killed hundreds of people, it seemed like Anna was like the mastermind of the killings. Yeah. Um, She was so Anna was the most cruel and then there was also Janos Ujvari, who was also known as Fitchko, and is kind of referred to as Fitchko um, in the depositions and everything. Sounds like a cool sidekick name. Yeah. Fitchko. Yeah. <laughs> kind of does. <laughs> um, and then there was also her children's wet, ner- wet nurse, uh, Ilana Joe Nagy, who was the one whose sister was killed. Um, and then there was Dorothea Zentes, who was a friend of Ilona. Um, 
she was horrible. She would cut off girls' hands and fingers with scissors and shears. Uh, and then there was Katalin Benetsky. Um, so uh, Ilona was thought to be the most brutal of these accomplices. And um, that is why when Elizabeth left Sarvar to Castle Chesty, um, like she came with her. Mm-hmm. And, um, oh, I mean, that's kind of Anna. Well, I guess in a depositions later, Anna is thought to be the most horrific, but I guess for Elizabeth, it was Elona. Um, all the accomplices agreed that Anna taught them to torture servant girls and that the witness, uh, and that the countess took a whip, a cudgel, dagger, fire iron, needle, or cutting shears to them as well. Yeah. Um, and one of them, I'm not sure if we mentioned this already, was, uh, hot iron inserted into women's genitalia yeah which she used on more than one occasion Mm -hmm. which when i read that i was like that shit is is i don't even know what the fuck to say about that that is insane by the way i think we should bring up the fact of um insanguination so basically draining bodies of blood that was a huge well it's a myth of it's a hoax it really is what it is of Elizabeth Bathory and a lot of people think that's because of um, Vlad the Impaler and that she was known as the female Dracula and the the myth kind of grew from there but she she didn't ever or I'm not sure if she ever there was talks of her like spreading it on her skin but not bathing in it. Yeah, because that would be very expensive, <laughs> so, so to here, speak. So here's the thing. Um, in my research, here's what I came up with, which is that the bathing in blood did not ever happen. Um, the countess didn't appear really to care much about blood, at least not until she started talking with this witch uh, at Castle Cheste. But by that point... The body count that happened at Sarvar was dramatically greater than whatever happened at at the other castle. Right. Um, And so basically blood was kind of treated as happenstance. It is said that her beatings would produce enough blood just on the floor that you could scoop it up with your bare hands. Just like on the on the, you know the stone floor or whatever, yeah. Um, but it was cleaned up by staff and not preserved because they were always trying to cover their tracks. Yes. So that people wouldn't know what was going on. And her bathtub was so big that you would need about 30 dead bodies worth of blood to put it in there. And if it's not being collected and it's being cleaned, that's pretty unlikely. And, you know, from the death toll that we've been talking about, at least at Castle Sarvar, you're talking about maybe filling it like two times, three times. It's not that much. Um, The blood bathing story actually started 200 years after her death. Yeah. When a Jesuit priest, Laszlo Tarochi, kind of concocted the story and injected it into a compendium of information on the region um, around the time of like, quote unquote, maybe vampire mania, like you're talking about with Vlad. And um, so a story just kind of because it was in this compendium kind of went unchecked and was reproduced in other ways. Um, Yeah. And the reason why he came up with it is because I guess when he was doing some research for that area, he had come upon the, um, like her, I think her depositions or some info, one of the court depositions, not both of them, but I think one of them. Um, yeah. And so then he was like, oh, I can, I can do this. Which I got to say for a Jesuit is pretty fucked. 
Jesuits are supposed to be the ones that are like teaching people and maintaining historical stuff. Yeah. And for him to just like make this shit up, fuck that guy. You mean the church lies? <laughs> I'm just <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I, I I know that maybe it sounds naive, but for some reason I had this idea in my mind. I know that like that historically when Christians go into areas like like when you think of um um fuck what's that wonderful story um from the anglos with beowulf beowulf thank you like when i when i know like like beowulf they go into regions and then like they take all the nordic stuff out and they put like you know the christian god stuff in. yeah but that feels different to me than like making up making something like making shit up about a historical thing and not like like a folk tale or like a, a religious thing it feels different to me mm-hmm. to be like oh and by the way i'm gonna sell books so i'm gonna and for him to be a jesuit uh, something about it for me just like was i was like fuck this guy like, yeah right um and by the way the the stories of her bathing in blood was always reasons of vanity like to keep her her beauty and i don't know the truth in in that it was said that her mother was a victim of her her own vanity. And I think after her father's death, would stare in the mirror for hours. So I don't know if that was taken from that story and also said that Elizabeth did it as well. I'm not sure if you guys read that at all. Yeah, I, I read something like that. Yeah. So I actually, so there was a story that happened while she was at Castle Sarvar uh-huh. where she went around smashing all the mirrors in the house because she got tired of seeing herself. Yeah. And then there were like two mirrors. One was on loan from another prestigious family. And another one was like a really, really old, valuable, valuable heirloom that she had covered with a sheet. But, and then also ones that she missed, she had her staff break too. Yeah. Um, so I think that that is true. Okay. I think that there was some record of that. Um, some other torture methods, she would stick needles under a girl's fingertips and would say things like, well, if it hurts the whore, she can pull it out. And then if the needles were pulled out, then she would just cut the fingers off. So nice. I mean, fuck, dude. Um, when Elizabeth was too sick to get out of bed and torture servant girls, she would just have them brought up to her. And without even, you, she would just lean over and would bite flesh off of their faces and shoulders. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, there was thoughts of cannibalism too, and some said that she made sausages from their flesh. Yeah. But again, that that could be with the whole blood and sanguination thing theory, or sorry, myth. Wouldn't fucking surprise me. Yeah, would not surprise me. So um, in 1605, Elizabeth's brother Istvan dies, and uh, which was a year after her husband, um, and so. She put together a retinue, which is basically like an entourage, and went to his service uh, at Castle Exed. And the trip was really stressful for her. And because it was stressful, three of her servant girls were tortured uh, and later died during that journey. Um, one girl was of high lineage, Zichi. Um, so this is part of where mistakes are starting to get made. She She's starting to get sloppy at this point, yeah. 1605. Um, th- this is the first noble that's killed because she's getting old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's she's. This is something that becomes a pattern, which is that going to high social events 
or or like weddings or she gets stressed out she gets stressed out she gets like a social stress anxiety thing and then she kills people right after sometimes less than 10 minutes afterwards that's funny because what i read was it was because her husband died was why she was getting sloppy i think that's true also so it's okay. No, I'm not saying that she's getting sloppy because of the. the so it's. All, I think it's. Uh, I it's think it's all, all the above sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, she was killed at a place called Karetschur and buried midway on the journey. Just like dumps off this noble girl, just buries her on the side of the fucking road. <laughs> but also, uh, she's getting lazy with the burying. Yeah, she is starting to get lazy because yeah. the graves are getting shallower. <laughs> They yeah. are. They're getting shallower. Um, they get more and more shallow as, as we move the through the years, years go too. On. <laughs> yeah. um, the explanation that was given for all of these deaths, cholera. <laughs> it's always fucking cholera, man. Everywhere I go, cholera. I must be a carrier. <laughs> <laughs> they say that's out there, you know. There's cholera carriers. Um so then there's Thurzo's daughter's wedding in 1607. Yeah, this is the one with the uh, hypothermia. She was stripped um, naked and she was tortured by getting into uh, up to her neck in water and then repeatedly doused until she froze to death. Uh, and then there was the coronation of King Matthias in 1608. And her attendants were burned with molten iron and nearly tortured to death. According to witnesses, they were barely alive when sent from Presporka to Karastur, and some died after they arrived. Um, Other tortures, she pierced a maiden's lips closed with needles, and then when the tongue was pulled out, uh, that was also pierced. So I'm guessing like they... Down like that, so you can't put the tongue back in. Exactly. Oh, God, man. Um, When do you guys want to pick up? I, uh, I... Read that, you know, like just left some bodies under beds and then asked, well, there was rotting smell. And then people asked, like, what's that smell? And she responded, oh, there's uh, one of my pets died upstairs. And you don't own any pets, but they couldn't go in there. So no one could verify that was the case. You don't own any pets. He's like, well, how do you know? Yeah, I own (laughs) servants. And, um, yeah, oh, yeah. And the the launderer, uh, Kata, would keep a secret and basically cleaned up a lot of these bodies that were just left after they died because she had daughters and Elizabeth threatened her yeah, threatened. saying, you don't do this for me. I'm like, and I'm I think that, daughters. that that was a, a good source of, um, of our neighbors think this is funny. You think so? No, I'm just, um, and also, um, like bodies being left, Towards the surface, like a group of students visited the castle and then just she basically had them clean it up. And she like, had students clean it up? Yeah, and it was like, oh, they died of cholera, but the bodies were severely mutilated. And it was like, hmm, this looks a little fishy. So word starts getting out yeah. because, you know, just kind of carelessly asking people to clean it up, like students visiting the castle. <sighs> so, um,. Other things like a wide fire iron was heated and girls' arms were bur- were burned to smoke and ash. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, and I believe this is Benedict DeSeo uh, that, that gave this testimony. And then he said a smaller round fire iron was also heated until very hot and shoved into their vaginas, which is what you were saying earlier. Yeah. 
Um, and he actually begged her to stop torturing and killing, but she stated that she was above the law. Again, because she is... She was above the law, really, yeah. for a long time. Yeah. Um, doesn't make it right, but... Uh, okay. So as the death toll increased, clergy started refusing to partake in the burials. Uh, and the castle staff had to start hiding and burying bodies themselves. And this is when the shit gets very... Right. Because yeah. they're, they're, at the, this point, they're not even burying bodies. Yeah. I mean, there was there was literally tales of, like, dogs digging up these bodies after the being buried and, like, eating them and shit. Right. And people were finding them in, like, drain in, in the gutters. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Drainage yeah. Ditches. In the drainage ditches. Yeah. Because yeah. they're just like, I'm not... I, I buried hundreds of bodies. I'm tired of it. Plus, something else to keep in mind is these women that are burying these bodies, the uh, and Fitchko, the three women and Fitchko. The cohort. Fitchko is young, by the way. He's he's thought of as a minor in the trials, even though he's so that means he could be up to the age of twenty five. At twenty five is when you were tried as an adult back then. Um, these were all old women that mm-hmm. were burying these bodies. They don't they don't have any business digging holes. They're in like they get some they're, strong they're backs. Fucking old, like. Yeah. Well, yeah, there, there were, there were like the head servants. Some of them were. Fitchko was, it was yeah. I mean, the thing is, is I know I think Fitchko had like a, a body, like some sort of this. He was like a hunchback or something. Mm. So I, that may be why he wasn't the one put to work on. Not saying that women can't dig holes, but I mean, old people in general shouldn't be digging holes. Yeah. So. Um, Says you. <laughs> I know that your grandfather was like a badass, but <laughs> yeah. most people don't don't do that shit. Uh, yeah, so some, like some places they would hide them or bury them in cemeteries, gardens, drainage ditches, grain bins, fruit fruit pits. pits. Yeah. What the fuck? I got to eat out of that. And just like, like after storms, like like, bodies would be exposed. That's the Mavens. This one's for you. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. No, but what were you saying? You know, like it, it was... Oh, just after storms, you know, like just soil oh, eroding away. It, well, and then just be exposed because being buried so shallow. Right. <laughs> I'm looking at it. <coughs> so at this point in the podcast, um, let's go ahead and um, let's sign off and you can listen to the next part, which will be uh, part two. So uh, go ahead and listen to the next episode for the rest of the story. Uh, This is Martin. This is Matt. This is Dino.